Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you achieve financial independence, live the dream life, and quit that just overbroke job by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. Today, I am going to share with you Actually, I wish I would have had this back in 2006 when I first started investing in real estate. And I'm going to share with you how you can use your retirement accounts. Instead of investing in stock market, invest in real estate and even other assets like crypto and gold and silver and all these other great things and how you can use your retirement account to invest in real estate. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, welcome back to the show. I really appreciate you coming and listening every single week to the podcast. And I really appreciate how, honestly, I we just got off RubeCon, literally just finished RubeCon last week. We had hundreds and hundreds of people coming to learn about real estate investing. Had 45 speakers, had lots of great companies that were sponsors helping us to become better investors. It was phenomenal, three days. And honestly, I got to tell you, it was so much fun walking down the halls. I could not walk five steps without somebody stopping me and telling me, Thank you so much for RubeCon. And literally, this is from beginning of the conference to the very end, all three days, saying, I cannot thank you enough for this community that you're building, for everybody that's here, all these speakers. Everything about RubeCon is helping me to become a better investor. And I literally heard this many, many times. This is life-changing. I said, no way. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, say it again. What do you mean life-changing? Yes, life-changing. I had a few people actually say to me that they got more of mindset and growth and personal development, more so than even at conferences that are specifically designed for personal development. And they got real estate investing as well. And as I built RubeCon, I was thinking, man, we really want to help investors grow as a person and as an investor. And that's what we did at RubeCon. So it was such a blessing. If you came, I... Fully, fully appreciate it. We had hundreds of people come just from listening to the podcast, and I hope that you're going to be with us in 2024, RubeCon 2024. Be in St. Louis. The tickets are still on pre-sale right now. Check the link in the description. It'll give you 50% off next year's ticket, and I think I even have a promo code in there for $50 off. It, depending on when you use it, it's still active now. Hopefully, you're going to use it, and it's going to be active. And you're going to get $50 off on top of the 50% off. Now, here's something I learned. Oh, big mistake in putting on events. Now, it's no surprise hotels are very expensive. Oh, my goodness. Like I was going looking at Florida. Florida, getting a hotel for RubeCon 24, they wanted $250,000 in food and beverage minimum. Like basically, I would have to spend $250,000 for food and beverage in order to use their hotels. I said, there's no way I'm going to do That's just so expensive. So another expensive thing, guess how much it costs for a gallon of coffee at a hotel at an event that you're putting on? Well, you know, you think about gasoline, gasoline, yeah, gasoline's expensive per gallon. It's like, what, $5 a gallon? That's so expensive. It should be like, I don't know, $1.99, $2, somewhere around there. It should be, but it's $5. 
coffee. And apparently they think it's the best coffee in the world, Starbucks coffee. It is $100 a gallon for coffee. Can you believe that? Now, here's a big lesson learned. I apparently have this the hotel, they were set to consumption. Basically, keep providing as much coffee until it's done. Well, since we had over 400 people at the conference, they said, well, 400 people, we j they just made up this number. We're going to do 20 gallons of like per per like two hour block 20 gallons in the morning 20 gallons in the evening two days that is what is that 80 gallons that they're putting out just for regular then they had decaf so here, here's a big lesson learned it was seventeen thousand dollars for coffee at the hotel that i got my bill on top of the food and beverage they're like okay here's seventeen thousand dollar bill for coffee i said what are you are you, you're kidding me. Like you just made 20 gallons and just said, let's just put it out there. And even if they didn't drink it, I got to, you got to pour that down the drain. That's liquid gold. Apparently <laughs> you're going to pour it down the drain and I have to pay $17,000. So I'm praying right now. Maybe, maybe the Lord's going to bless me to have them come down on the price on this or cut out because we didn't literally did not use that much, but that was a big lesson learned. And here's a lesson learned. I was talking to my wife. I said, $17,000. What I could do is I could literally just buy Starbucks gift cards. Like give everybody at the beginning of the conference $30 in Starbucks gift cards. And they'll have much better time getting their own coffee how they want it. And I will literally save like 10 grand in coffee. Oh my goodness. I'm just venting my heartbreak with working with hotels. Oh, I guess that's a big lesson learned. I need to tell them only do five gallons uh, in the morning, five gallons in the evening. And once it runs out, it runs out. But they just said, oh, we could just spend as much as we want. 20 gallons here, 60 gallons. Oh, Anyways, so I am going to be talking now with a fantastic company. I was at RubeCon and I had a fantastic company there who does self-directed IRAs. And the reason why I said in the very beginning of the intro, I said, I wish I had this when I first started investing. So when I first started investing in 2006, I had my retirement account and I did not know that you could actively use your retirement account to invest in real estate. And I'll be completely honest with you. I wish in 2006... I knew about this type of investing. Now, I heard that there was potentially a way to use your retirement accounts, but there wasn't any amazing companies like the company that I'm bringing on that they literally coach you, walk you through, handhold you through the entire process. Now, you're an investor. You have to invest your own money in a certain way, but they'll make sure you do everything right per the government, per the IRS to make sure you're doing it in the self-directed IRA so that it actively goes into a real estate investing as opposed to stocks or something that you don't really have control over. And I'm super pumped to have them on the show to literally walk us through how we can use our self-directed IRA, solo 401k, all these retirement accounts. And when we recorded this, we were literally in the halls of RubeCon, so many things going on. So you heard some background noise of people talking and stuff like that. But this was a fantastic interview. I'm super pumped. And hopefully you are going to be able to utilize your self-directed IRA to invest in real estate. All right, here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, become financially independent, and live your dream life by investing in real estate so you never have to have to work a job again. Today, I'm super pumped to bring on a fantastic company that 
I wish, honestly, completely honest, I wish I had something like this back when I first started investing. When I first started investing, I literally sold all my stocks, sold all my retirement accounts, everything to buy real estate because there wasn't anything awesome like this. But I'm super pumped to bring on a fantastic company, Quest Trust, and we have Andrea Jessine with me. Andrea, thank you so much for being on the show. Hello, thank you. Thank you for having me. Man, this is so exciting. So like I was saying, I literally sold everything because there was no... And I heard that you can use your uh, retirement accounts. I heard that you can do that. You could sell th- and just put it inside an account and then use that to buy real estate. But there was no company that literally knew what to do. It was just on the books or on the law that you can. But we'll get into that. Tell us a little bit about you. And you work with Quest Trust and you help people to do this. Sure. Yeah, it's actually really exciting. Uh, and it's funny that you mentioned that because it's true. A lot of people don't even know this exists. And even the people who do and who are uh, interested and who are doing um, IRA investing, uh, they don't really know they can do private asset or alternative asset investing within an IRA. So it's it's a really niche world. It's really uh, only 4% of the whole IRA world invest in alternative assets. So it's really, that's why we're really big on education, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So when you say um, alternative assets, and well, because I want to know more about you, but just so everybody knows, alternative assets will be outside of stocks. Correct. Correct. Stocks, bonds, uh, basically alternative assets or private assets is everything and anything that is not traded in the stock market, basically. So it's, it's the whole private asset world. Like yeah. real estate, crypto, businesses. We'll get into all that too. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So tell us something about yourself. So how long have you been working yeah. at Quest Trust and what do you enjoy about Quest? Yeah. So it's been a, it's going to be two years in August. It's been a great experience. I've learned so much about it. I really came on because um, I am originally Venezuelan. <laughs> I was born and raised there until I was 15. Then I moved to Toronto, uh, to Canada with my family. Lived in Toronto, then lived abroad for, for a bit. Um then uh, moved to Houston, and then the pandemic hit. And I started my real estate investing, actually, journey in 2016. And so in, during the pandemic, I was kind of fig- trying to figure out what to do with my career. So I started doing uh, real estate. I, did, I took, got my license in Houston, and then I came across this company, and I thought, this, this is great because it's it's real estate investing are highly on that, but within an IRA. So I was like, I think this is going to be amazing. And it has been. It has been great. Not only because I've been learning a lot about alternative asset investing, but also because um, it's a great company too. And um, all of the things that we do and how uh, we're really one-on-one with clients and really personal with our clients, it's just... um, it's a magnificent, magnificent company to, to work at. So. That's terrific. And we have you. So currently, if you hear anybody talking in the background, if you see it on a video and if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see we're at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And here we have so many people walking around that we all talk about real estate investing. And what's great is Quest Trust is a sponsor of RubeCon. And so great. We have so many people coming and talking to you guys. People are sharing with me that they're really excited about using their, their um, self-directed now with you guys. And then also with the podcast sponsoring the podcast. It's so, I'm just so glad that you guys are a part of this because when I first got started, number one, there wasn't anything like this, like companies that literally specialize in this. You might've found one or two that kind of heard of it. Then as it got more and more prevalent or, or more popular to use this, there were more companies that were just more 
quantity. Like, let's just get people in the door and just get a lot of money. And But what I liked about Quest Trust was you guys are so much more personal. Like, you guys really want to help people, really want to educate them. So having you on the podcast is such a huge benefit for us as listeners. So tell us about what... So there's a couple different terms, like SDIRA, or IRA, Individual Retirement Account, I believe, right? And then the SD before that is a self-directed IRA. There's that, but there's also like a 401k. Talk to me about what is a um, SD or a self-directed IRA and maybe even a solo 401k or something like that. Yes, yes. Let's talk about that. So self-directed IRAs is really a made-up term. It's a marketing term. Yes. An IRA is an IRA is an IRA. So we add the term self-directed. And by the way, different um, custodians use the term self-directed for different reasons. We at Quest use it for your mind to go right into you're going to be doing private assets. So nothing in the public stock stock market. And secondly, you are going to choose your own investment. So when you're usually, typically in a, in a company like Fidel, bigger companies that do private uh, public uh, publicly traded assets, they offer you the products. They are like, okay, here you go, choose. Um, here at Quest and you know, self-directed IRAs that we call them is really because you're going to choose. You're going to go out there and, and find what you want to inv- invest in, and you're going to tell us, hey, this is what I want to do, and we'll take you from point A to point B. We'll take you through the process of that. Of that. But we don't spar- sponsor any deals. We don't. You know, you're going to do that yourself. So that's why we use that term self-directed. But really, it's an IRA with the same same rules, the same restrictions, the same, you know, distribution age, retirement age, et cetera, that you can have anywhere else. In fact, um, really, when we talk about self-directed IRAs or, or investing in the private in the private world, uh, it's not really an, e- an either or in my mind, at least, or in my opinion, it's more like true diversification. It's to have, you know, an egg in, a, in the basket of the, the publicly traded stocks and bonds and all that good stuff. But, but then also you can brings over some funds and actually do private investments. So, so I I like how you use the term um, alternative. Now, when when I hear alternative, I think something different than normal, which most people do just invest in the stock market. When I hear alternative, I'm like, the only investment I do is real estate. So, but I get the understanding that there are other things you can invest in. This just helps people to realize you're not stuck in the stock market. You're not stuck with mutual funds or whatever like that. And so when I cashed out, I literally had to cash out all of my retirement accounts because back in 2006, seven and eight, things were crashing. I'm like, let me just get it all out so I could put it in real estate. I, it's worked out well for me now because I make a lot more money in doing that. Now, talk to me about why do people choose to do a self-directed IRA as opposed to doing something else? So basically, number or one of the reasons is what, what we already touched on, which is true diversification. So eggs in different baskets, especially if, in, if you're within the IRA world already, right? If you ha- already have like an old employer plan, an old 401k plan, you can roll it over. Or if you started building a rollover IRA or a Roth IRA since it was you were younger, et cetera, right? So that's one of the reasons. Uh, another one, big one that, you know, could have been huge for you is the tax savings. So oh, remember, yeah. yes, I remember investing in an IRA, uh, you don't get hit with, for example, capital gains tax. You don't. So everything, so it works as like an entity. Um, the IRA is its own entity and and, the, and it's going to take title to, for example, if you invest in a real estate property, to the property. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years and I did that, at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real 
real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. And so everything will come would come from the IRA and any profits will go back right back into the IRA. They won't go in your pocket personally. So in the benefits of that is that you don't get taxed with those on those profits. So it's it's major, you know, um, in saving on taxes. And depending on the type of account, so if it's a tax-deferred account, you'll still owe taxes and have to pay them when you do take distributions. But if it's in a Roth, for example, and you're at the age of retirement and the account has been open for over five years, that money is tax-free. So. I was going to ask that question. Like, is that the same? I'm so glad you asked that, or answered <laughs> that already because the Roth IRA, I love the idea of the Roth because it's already taxed and now it's all of a sudden tax-free when you pull it out. So I absolutely like that. Now, why I like Quest Trust personally because the more personal aspect of everything. So tell me a little bit about Quest Trust and why do people choose to use yeah, the guys? Yeah, honestly, so I think a really big thing is that we're huge on education. And so when we were talking um, um, a little bit ago about the niche part of it and how niche it is, there's a lot of misconception. A lot of people don't really understand how it is or how it works. So we're huge on that. We have free education for everybody and anybody who, who's interested in. Uh, we do two webinars a week, uh, and then we post all of that on YouTube. We have a huge YouTube uh, library uh, with everything self-directed IRAs. We always bring in really uh, speakers on a different type of investment so people like understand how they can do it. And, and it's just that's one a, a major thing we also... Since I was mentioning, we don't sponsor any deals uh, because it's conflict of interest. That's not what we're there to do. But we do a lot of um, networking events. We host a lot of them so that our clients can find their next deal. So we bring people together, people who are trying to uh, raise capital or who have projects going on and need the capital and clients who have. We have right now about $400 million in undirected cash just sitting there for our clients to invest it in, in their next deal. So we like to bring those together so that um, our clients also have that, that, that opportunity there. Um, so that's a, a big thing, too, with Quest. Um, another thing, talking about, uh, you know, how some companies want qu- quantity instead of, qu- instead of quality. We do have, uh, we pick up the phone all the time. We don't have an automated machine you know, say press one for transfers, press two. No, we actually pick up the phone. I actually pick up the phone. Well, speaking of that, literally like two seconds before we jumped on this podcast here at the conference, one of my students, uh, Suzette, she's fantastic. She goes, oh, I talked to Andrea. I asked her so many questions. She literally answers on the first ring. I'm yeah. like, that is, that's what I wanted for my students yes. because my students are trusting me and the audience is trusting me to present good companies. And sometimes some companies don't do the best. And it's like, oh, it looks bad on me. So I'm so glad. So with 
Oh, go ahead. Hold on. Yeah, I'm go not ahead. Done. I'm yes, not done. go. Um, another major and really important thing is our turnaround time. 24 to 48 hours on everything, on every process. And this is important because some people, they find their deals. And, of course, like we have amazing teams. Our transactions team is exceptional. And, and we always try to work with our clients. That, but 24 to 48 hours is actually really fast. Uh, a lot of our competitors take two weeks and that's like average we really pride ourselves in being now where we're here for you if you actually need it even faster we try to work as fast as we can and we really try to work with our clients to fund as fast as we can so that's i think that's important too because some of these deals are right are really time um, sensitive so that's another major thing and lastly (laughs) um all of us uh that start at quest all of quest employees go through a through a uh new hire uh, program uh, that we to, to educate ourselves. So everybody who's calling, everybody who's picking up the phone, they know, they're going to know how to help you. They're going to know how to redirect, at least redirect your call to the right department. So that's also highly educated staff is my point. Like we, we're all really highly educated on, on self-directed IRA. So that's another would IRA and 401k, are they like interchangeable almost? Like, is, are we going to have differences? Like, if so, I bring it over 401k or bring it over an IRA? So, it, there is a little bit of a difference. Um, and the only difference really is going to be the way we're going to bring it over. So, I, I'm sure everybody has heard of rollovers and transfers. They're actually different things. When you're, when you're bringing over funds from an employer plan or from a different type of plan, you do a rollover. It's actually a two-step thing. It's a distribution and then a contribution. It gets reported to the IRS. When you do a, a transfer between like accounts, so an IRA to an IRA, it's a direct transfer. You can do it as many times as you want and can and it's not even reported to the IRS so so to see the difference sure so um, yeah it, not to be the 401k plans not to be confused with solo 401k plans do you want to tell us about the solo 401k <laughs> yes. plans? So the solo 401k plan is an employer plan. Oh, so there's different got it, got type it, of, yes. of plans, right? You have your individuals, which which are um, the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA, and then you have employer plans, which, by the way, you can all self-direct, and we all offer them a quest. Employer plans are step simples and solo 401ks. And then you have your specialty plans, which is your health savings account and your education savings account. But going back to the solo um, this is a really cool plan. It has a lot of features. You do have to have certain qualifications. So if you're interested, you, we can, you know, we can, uh, you can talk to me about it. But um, uh, it is more of a checkbook control. You do have to do your own. So you purchase the the plan documents from us, and then you you go open up a bank account for the plan, and you start operating your own plan. So it's really checkbook control. But that being said, you you have to do your own reporting to your own record keeping bookkeeping so it's a little bit more you have to be more involved in it um but it's a great tool too that's fantastic now it it does oh i'm glad we have a company like quest trust that helps us to get this started but what is the process if i have or anybody listening if we have a ira or 401k or something like that that we want to start utilizing for real estate investing and we can talk about assets other types of alternative assets like gold you can invest in cryptocurrency i know you can invest in other businesses like you can invest in other things which is great but how would we even get started we just call you up and then you take care of the rest that's it's basically that simple (laughs) so um really the steps are step number one is opening an account which i help you with that it's a pretty simple just filling out a, a form really an application 
Number two is I'm going to help you whether to do a rollover or to do a transfer or both. Maybe you do have both. And if you want to do contributions, you can also do that. Um, step three uh, is going to be your investment. So as soon as you find your investment or even maybe you found your investment already, maybe you already know you have an idea what you want to use your retirement funds for and invest them in. Um, you just We just do step one and two. And while we wait for the funds to get to your account, we can work on your investment, uh, which is simply just submitting a direction of investment. And then our transactions team works with you and make sure that the investment documents are done correctly and that we're ready to fund. Basically, when your account gets funded, we send the funds out. So it's pretty pretty seamless. So what, what on our end, if we're bringing it over, what do we need to do? Is there... Obviously, paperwork we stuff things like, but is there anything that's arduous? Anything that you've seen? So the most, the the most, the the, the thing you're gonna do the most as a, as you know, a account holder is you're gonna have to fill out forms like in. And this is, we've tried to make it as easier, as easy as possible. We have a really good portal that we set you up with when you get an account. Um, we try to try to make it as user friendly as possible, so that. It, but but you do you are gonna have to direct us. You know what I mean. So you have to fill out a form to open an account. You have to fill out a form to fund your account. You know it's kind of directing us. So we have. You, you have know, to have the right information. Forward. Yeah. And if you you know you're ready, let's say you want to invest in a, in a note or a promissory note, then you have to tell us this is what I want to do. So by going to the portal, you just click on submit new investment, for example, and then it's gonna ask you what type of investment is it. You know, how much? Where is it going? Who's the borrower? What's it? So you do have to go through those steps. Then you have to attach the actual document. So if it's a note, you're going to have to attach a promissory note. Uh, but basically, that's it. And then you, you're not, so then you're going to work with my transactions team to make sure that because the documents usually need some sort of adjustments, like because it's going to be your IRA that's going to be doing the investment and not you personally. So usually documents have your personal information, and we have to update that. After you do that, that's it. That <laughs> is. That's terrific. Now, we talked, touched on a little bit about alternative assets or other things that you can invest in. Like I said, most people think an IRA, 401k, stocks, that's all you get in mutual funds. But no, there's so many other things. So what other type of investments can we invest in? So uh, I'm on, I can tell you what I've seen, for example. Um, so, of course, r- real estate, the way you think about it, actually purchasing a rental property or maybe um, pur- purchasing a commercial property. Um, syndications, okay, which is more investing in a, in a company because it's going to be an LLC. Actually, you know, you're not per- you're not taking title to a property. You're actually buying shares. Mm-hmm. Um, note investing, huge, oh, yeah. both secured or unsecured. Okay, wholesaling, you could do wholesaling. Th- yeah. Those are really good with lower balanced accounts because you don't need you know too much to to do that. Um, cryptocurrency. Oil and gas, mineral rights. Ooh. That's a big one. That's yeah. a big one. It's a really good one. It's been performing really well, actually, for our clients recently. So that's a, that's a really good one. Um, private entities is a big one, too, meaning um, private stock, you know, and a company that's race, looking to raise capitals. And I forgot to mention, when, by notes, I'm not sure, you know, just I just want to m- mention that it could be from a company that sells notes. That those are, are popular. Usually, lending companies also buy notes. So usually, those companies and those are great. They do have a lower uh, interest rate, rate that they pay, right? Because it's actually lower risk too. But um, maybe your friend has a project that you want to invest in, right? Maybe they're doing some remodeling on a house that they they're gonna f- fix and flip. 
you can lend to that person too. So it's not just, it's actually very broad and there's a lot of options. Wow. And I'm sure with you and everybody at Quest Trust will help us navigate that. Like if they're, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. Like, like so, in this big bad deal over here from bad guys, so, you probably shouldn't do something um, like that. Well, we can, we can talk about that and we will always touch on prohibited uh, transactions exactly. yeah, and disqualified parties. Yes. But in terms of how to structure deals, you know, what's the best way to go about something? We always say, hey, you know what? You want to consult with a with a, an attorney yeah. because but we're not... at least not, in the law, you're going to make sure we're not doing anything illegal oh, and get in trouble with the IRS and come 100%. back. 100%. We won't let you fund anything that is blatantly prohibited. That being said, you do have to do your own due diligence. We, we won't do that for you. You have to understand what you're doing. Um, feel comfortable investing in what you're going to be investing in. So that's really kind of going to be up to you. And if something were to happen, you know, uh, which happens sometimes, um, we're not really going to be liable for it. So that's why we really stress, hey, do your own due diligence and make sure that you, you know, you understand. But of course, anything pertaining to what you're allowed, not allowed to do, 100%, we can talk about it all you want. And we're always open for questions and and we have really good contacts, too, that we, we can share. We don't mind sharing at all if you need extra, you know, um, advice, like professional advice. And we always all also um, advise on that. <laughs> we, we just say, hey, go ahead and, and seek a, uh, the advice of a professional. Yeah, and I also appreciate that you guys also do educating. Like, I know we're planning on having me at least share and teach how I, like, help your people how I invest in real estate. So hopefully they can get an idea. Oh, wow, we can actually do something like that and put money towards in our IRA towards real estate that we create generational wealth, gets cash flow. Like I, I love how you guys are educating as well as on like, you know, a CPA. There are probably some great CPAs, but it seems like a lot of, a lot of CPAs, it's just like, give me your papers or your, your numbers and I'll run them and give them back to you. Yeah. But you guys are always educating, which is really terrific. Now, if I'm a real estate investor and I want to use a self-directed IRA, it, we, we, I know we can't, there's a number of things we can't do or we can do. Like we can't touch the money ourselves. Like we can't pull it out and put it in our own pocket and do something with it. But it seems like, or help me to understand, if we buy a rental property or a piece of real estate with our IRA, self-directed IRA, and then we have cash coming back in because of rents, you know, we're making money on it. How do we work that out with the self-directed IRA? So... Anything that's going back into the account is going to stay in the account until you are of retirement age, unless you want to do it before, but you got penalized. And the penalty when doing an early distribution, by the way, is 10%, just so you know. Um, but I think, I think maybe what, what would be interesting here to explore is the fact that you can actually partner up with your IRA. So meaning you personally, let's give you an example. Um, and some people think this is prohibited or this is commingling. No, no. Your IRA is not going to give you money and then you're going to go invest. No, you're going to partner up. Maybe you have an LLC and you have an IRA and maybe you want to purchase a rental property. And you're doing that anyway. You're doing uh, investment properties because it needs to be an investment property mm-hmm. for the IRA to, to be able to invest in. You cannot live in there. You cannot... any benefit from it personally directly but so you can partner and you could do for example to keep a simple a split percentage ownership on that rental property 50 percent is going to be owned by your ira and 50 percent is going to be owned by your llc Mm. so and then as long as you honor that split percentage ownership throughout the lifetime of the asset you're good so that's that's, that makes sense because like 50 percent of whatever the profits go to the ira the self-directed IRA, the other 50% comes back to me because that's just like if you're, 
you have somebody that has a really good investment. You're not related to them. It's not you, but it's somebody completely else. You're like, oh, I can use my self-directed IRA to help invest in this company. It's the same type of thing. It's the same company, even though you're the other part of the company, just as long as that percentage goes to the IRA. Right. And as long as you keep it like, so you're both going into the deal as partnership, Mm -hmm. you know, and not the IRA funding your company and then your company doing something. Got so it. you're both doing the working towards the same goal or the same asset. Um, that that's a, it's there's a little bit of a difference there. And as long as you understand that and keep it, you know, simple like that and straightforward and you need to and that's why you need a company like Quest or Custodian to keep record keeping track you know to track of everything in case you get audited you have everything you can show hey those lines were always kept kind of parallel going back and forth they never cross so so this would be like you guys quest trust can do nationwide like it's not like only in that one specific state or anything like that no we we are nation iras are actually a nation a federal uh nationwide and all the rules are applied to every um every state so is nationwide. Another um, thing I wanted to, to tell you, since you mentioned, you know, you guys as investors, uh, how can you benefit or how can you, there's also employer plans that you can use and utilize to to do a little bit of tax uh, deductions on your LLCs. I like those, yes. So like SEP accounts, simple accounts, depending on the type of, em- the type of entity you have and whether you have employ- employees or not. We can talk about those, but those are really good tools for investors because uh, you can deduct, and those are have way higher contribution limits than individual plans. So you can use that, you put it away, and you invest it just like you are outside of your IRA, and you grow that retirement account, and it's just great. <laughs> that is fantastic. So what what are some hangups or some some things that you've come across that somebody, oh, this happened, I wasn't aware, or you know, just what can we... Like any lessons learned that you have gone through in your experience? Um, I think a big one is going to be um, illiquidity, but I think that's just investing in real mm-hmm. estate in general, right? Um, and what does illiquidity mean? <laughs> mean? I can't even it say just, it. Illiquidity. illiquidity is just the fact that you know real estate assets are not very liquid. You can't just mm-hmm. sell them in a day like stocks and bonds and have the cash available to use. So that that's uh, that's a thing that sometimes if someone needs the cash right away for any reason, you know, for an emergency, it's not. But again, that's the same outside of an IRA. Just inside of an IRA, you're going to have that extra step of filling out a distribution form to tell us, hey, I need the funds. So it's an extra step. Up there, um, that's a that's a big one, and and the other one I think is education. So that's why we push education a lot. We are always happy to talk to you if you call us and ask us. But but like I mentioned before, our YouTube channel is huge. Something really important to understand that again, and this applies for every IRA, every every IRA. But you don't see it when you do publicly traded assets, but when but they're right in front of you when you do private assets, especially real estate. Because what if your mom, oh, she has a, a an IRA and you're doing, you know, properties that you're fixing and flipping. Um, maybe you can, that's that, that your, your mother, there's some disqualified parties and prohibited transactions. And so those are important to understand. As, as long as you know those, um, then basically everything else is good to go. Basically, it's your disqualified party to your own IRA. That's why you cannot fund into your own entity, for example, or to, mm-hmm. to you because that's a distribution. Same with lineal ascendants and descendants. They're disqualified parties. Their spouses and any companies any of these people own, control, manager, are highly compensated by. As long as you know that and you understand that, then everything else is. So you, you can still lend to your bro- a brother or a sibling or a cousin, 
um, but not to lineal ascendants, descendants, or your own companies. That's terrific. Well, Andrea, they give us so much (laughs) insights. Like I'm thinking about for my students and the audience, it's like not everybody is willing to just cash out and get it. Like I still want, like literally my students are like, I still want my retirement account because I don't want to get taxed on it. I'll use my other funds and you know, they'll work it out round because they want to keep that. This is a fantastic option. So Andrew, how can people get a hold of Quest Trust, get a hold of you or start working with Quest yes. Trust? So you can visit us on, on our website, questtrustcompany.com. Um, you can email me, andrea.chacin at questtrust.com. And you can also call us at 800-320-5950. Say that one more time so everybody gets again. 800-320-5950. Andrea, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank I you, really tell everybody at Questrust, I really appreciate you guys sponsoring RubeCon and the podcast and honestly being a great company that all of my students and audience can use. So thank you so much thank for being you, on the show. Thank you, Dustin. It's been a pleasure. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my real estate wealth builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.